Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. And now they are even at one and one. A much needed big time performance. From the Knicks, as expected, I mean, you really didn't think the Knicks were going to go down 0-2. Although, I know if you watch this game early on, you're thinking, uh-oh, and the Knicks might be in some trouble here, even without Jimmy Butler playing for Miami. But the Knicks did what they had to, and they got performances from their big three. And you, whether they're a real big three or not, it is the Knicks' big three of Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, and R.J. Barrett. Now, there's a lot to get into with this, and we'll take your calls on it as well. 877 877- 337-6666. And by the way, if I sound subdued, it is only because I'm afraid to go full bore with my voice, which I'm still trying to recover from, I guess, Rangers game six and Knicks game one on Sunday. Yeah, and then doing the shows here, I, I really have no rest for it, and I don't want to blow it out. But th- obviously a different tone after last night with the Rangers getting eliminated, the Knicks bouncing back, getting their first win in the second round in 10 years. And it was a game that they had to have. And it was great to see Julius Randle back. Except for the fact that Randall is too selfish of a player. Finally, down the stretch in the fourth quarter, he hesitated, but he did hit Josh Hart in the corner for a big three in that game. But Randall early on, and look, I get it. He's one of their best players. He's one of the best scorers. There's no doubt about it, and they need him. And the idea, and there is this idea out there that the Knicks are better without Julius Randall. It's foolish. They are not better Without Julius Randle, he was a lone all-star. Does it mean that he's their best player? No, we know Brunson is. But Randle was their lone all-star this year. He's one of their best three-point shooters, like it or not, he is. And he's a guy who can score the basketball, which is something they don't have enough of. Now, that being said, he's got some flaws to his game. I mean, the stupid, stupid turnover at the end of the game. Luckily, the Knicks had the game out of reach, basically, but still stepping on the the baseline there uh, on the inbounds. I mean, dude, what are you doing? You know, that's almost as bad as Adam Fox in Game 7 with the lackadaisical play. You can't do that. In a tight game, imagine what would have happened if he does that. Anyway, and, and Randall's a, it could be a turnover machine as well, holding on to the ball way too long, like I said, selfish. But him back is the key to the series. The Knicks cannot beat the Heat in this series without him. And Randall on the night, 
did hit three uh, three pointers, three of nine from downtown. Finished with twenty five. Got off to a good start. Rebounded the basketball as well. They have to have Randall back, and you could tell that he was trying to do a lot early on and show his worth and and all that. And he is very valuable to this team, even with the flaws. The Knicks need Julius Randall. Jalen Brunson didn't have a great start, but finished strong, and that's what you needed from him. Third quarter, fourth quarter, that is what, I mean, that's how the Knicks go. In game one, he was terrible. By his own admission, they cannot win without Jalen Brunson playing at a high level. There's just no way. I mean, I don't know what team could win without their top player, especially a team as thin as the Knicks, right? It's different if you have two stars on your team. But if you only have one in Jalen Brunson, and, the, you know, like I said, Randall's good, but and he was out of game one, so the Knicks didn't have their top two players playing in game one. Randall was out, and Jalen Brunson didn't do anything. But without Brunson being a guy who's going to take over the game and hit big shots, big threes, penetrate, get to the rim, all that stuff, Knicks have no chance. Brunson, 6 of 10 from downtown tonight. So obviously the three-point shot, a huge difference for the Knicks from game one, where they shot 40% from downtown tonight. Outshot Miami, who all they do is chuck threes. Miami was 17 of 49 um, on the night. But... Anyway, they got a top performance from Jalen Brunson, which is what they needed. 30 points for him and a huge second half. So that is a great sign. Now, you get to the other players. Obi Toppin, who I thought was dreadful in game one. And you can look, well, he's the only guy who hit four threes. Yeah, but he's chucking bad threes. He's not a good three-point shooter. You see his role diminished with Randall back. And I think that's a good thing for the Knicks to be able to limit Obi Toppin's minutes. He's not there yet. Hartenstein, this is the Isaiah Hartenstein game. Now, he was unbelievable for the Knicks. And just a hustle player, the rebounds, and doing the little things out there with the extra possessions, doing the little things that win games. Hartenstein was good for the Knicks. But the bench, you know, Emmanuel quickly had a little spurt there, but overall quickly not good enough. Grimes not good enough. They need these guys to contribute. Josh Hart, much better than he was in game one, knocking down a couple of threes. He was awful in game one, so that helped. And then, of course, we get to R.J. Barrett, everybody's favorite player, right? R.J., yeah, you look at the numbers, and it's a strong game, 24 points. He actually was good from downtown, 5 of 9 for R.J. Barrett. And even though he missed two free throws, Barrett's still you know 3 for 5 from the line. Okay, you deal with it. An effective night from R.J. Barrett, no question about it. But do you trust that R.J. Barrett can do this consistently? Because I do not. And I think ultimately that is the problem with this Knicks team. Because you have him now playing well in the postseason. And a big reason why the Knicks are where they are, second round, tied at one now. But R.J. Barrett is so inconsistent with the shooting that it's maddening. You want to love him. You want to believe it's legit. Is this legit? Because if this is legit, if he keeps this up, the five of nine, let's say, from downtown, then the Knicks could go to the NBA Finals. I'm not saying that they will. I don't think that's going to be the case. But they could go to the NBA Finals if R.J. Barrett can do what he did. I don't believe that that's the case. Plus, we saw, as I mentioned with Randall, some of his flaws. Those little things will get exposed against a better team. Miami is not that good. And they're without their best player in Jimmy Butler. But even with Butler, Miami's not that good. They're a reason why they were the eighth seed. All they do is throw up threes, as I said. And they got some little good players. You know, Vincent showed you how tough he could be. The guy is, you know, 
knocking down shot after shot after getting hit in the face with the elbow. Uh, you know, he was impressive on the night. Uh, you know, Duncan Robinson can make some shots, but the Heat overall, look at them. They're, they're not that good. Amazing to me that this game was even closer in favor of Miami for the early part of it. But in a series against a better team, and maybe even in this series, the Knicks are going to need R.J. Barrett to continue what he's doing. And it's not just about this round or the next round. It's also about them moving forward, their future. They He's the one guy that we look at, you know, we talked about this before the postseason, why we put a cap on the Knicks team, right? Why there are limitations on this Knicks team, if there are any, right? From the people, if some people say, oh my God, the Knicks are going to win it. Go right now down 7th Avenue, you see everybody who thinks the Knicks are going to win the championship, climbing the light poles and, and all that stuff. But the reality is that they have limitations. Why? Right? When you look at the roster, why? Because a lot of the role players have done their job pretty well and done at least what's expected of them. They have Brunson. They have Randall back healthy, you know, assuming Randall with health. So why? What's holding them back? It's R.J. Barrett not taking that next step. He has been playing at a very high level in the postseason here as of late. If he can continue that, it changes the entire outlook for the Knicks and where you can see them finishing here in this postseason. They've already made it this far, and they're playing the eighth seed Miami Heat. Uh, They can. I mean, I I think they're going to win the series. I said that after game one, believe it or not. Going in, I thought Miami was dangerous. But after game one, I just felt like even though Miami won, Brunson did absolutely nothing. And Miami wasn't that good to me. So you figure Brunson is going to get better, and that's exactly what happened. The Knicks coming back with a big second half, led by Jalen Brunson, and they're able to get that win against Miami. I think they'll get at least one of two in Miami and just figure out a way to win the series. But if R.J. Barrett plays at this type level, he changes everything for them. I just don't believe he can keep it up. The five of nine specifically from downtown. I mean, you get five of nine from R.J. Barrett, you better win that game. You better win that game. And the Knicks were able to do it. You know, I'll tell you another thing with the Heat. Couldn't believe this from game one. couple things here. Couldn't believe this from game one. The amount of Heat fans in the building were very, very disappointing. And to have the let's go heat chance and all that stuff be, be audible, you, know, you could hear it in the building, that was disappointing. And I feel like it's a younger fan that, you know, fell in love with LeBron James or just followed LeBron from Cleveland to Miami, front runners, but they don't even know the history of this rivalry. They don't understand or appreciate the nastiness that was the Knicks Heat. I can't take those fans seriously. And by the way, that's part of why I don't have my full voice because I was trying to drown out. Those let's go heat chant, uh, protecting the world's most famous on Sunday. Anyway, Heat fans were quiet tonight if they were uh, in effect at the Garden, as it was, you know, the Knicks doing the job down the stretch. And I will say, and we'll get to your calls at 877 337 6666. You know, they showed Carmelo Anthony in the building, and I'm not trying to dismiss Carmelo Anthony, but. Well, two things. Maybe one I'll save for a little bit later. But the first thing that comes to mind is how cruel are the sports gods that the Knicks would lose a game where Patrick Ewing is in attendance and win the game when Carmelo Anthony 
is in attendance. I mean, that's just not right. That's cruel. Pat deserved better. And you, and Carmelo is the most overrated Nick of all time. Again, great player, not a great Nick. And he's out there taking bows. The crowd gives him a, a huge ovation. You know, Melo's like he's uh, the, the, the returning son. If they ever retire his number, I give up with the Knicks. I know he wants it. It's an embarrassment. He did nothing. And I mean nothing with the Knicks. Jalen Brunson has done more with the Knicks than Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony has. Anyway, didn't mean to go off on a tangent about Carmelo on a night where the Knicks win and get themselves even in this second-round series against the Heat. Game three, Saturday afternoon, 3.30 in Miami. And the big question is going to be, is Jimmy Butler going to be back in action? Now we saw Randall. You saw Brunson go out there. What about Jimmy Butler? Will he be ready to play for the Heat in game three? Because they're going to need him. Without Jimmy Butler, they really don't have a shot. And even with Jimmy Butler, I'm not sure if the Heat have a chance uh, against the Knicks, assuming that the Knicks can play the way that they've been playing here, especially with Brunson playing at his level, getting uh, Julius Randle back, and then having RJ being that third guy. But the Knicks' big three, those are the guys. Brunson, Randle, RJ Barrett. We said it before the postseason, if they get that, and if it wasn't going to be Barrett, it had to be somebody else, whether it's Quickly, whether it's Grimes. Those guys have not got the job done off the bench, especially Grimes, where you, he's he's got to be more of an impact offensive player. I mean, I know he's there for defensive purposes, but he should be able to shoot the three. Three and D guy. Well, where are the threes from Quentin Grimes? Anyway, the Knicks get a big win, 111-105 over the Heat at the Garden. And now, you know, it's a series. You lose this game, the Knicks were going to be done. You can't come back from down 0-2 going on the road, and, unless, of course, you're the New Jersey Devils. But the Knicks get what they had to, a win here at home. Salvage has played these first two games, and now will look to do the same in Miami and then bring it back to home court on Wednesday night, next Wednesday night, for Game 5. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. couple of things before we get back to your calls. 877-337-6666. So Julius Randle obviously was out there. A lot of times in today's sports talk world, we criticize, or even just social media, whatever, we criticize players for not toughing it out, being soft, missing games, maintenance days, this and that. Julius Randle deserves a ton of credit for getting out there with that sprained ankle. You know he's not 100%, but he goes out there in a game where the Knicks need him. I mean, it's as simple as that. This is a must-win game. They had to push it. Had they won game one, maybe Randall doesn't play in game two. Maybe they give him a little more rest through Saturday and have him go out there in game three. But they lose game one. They had to win game two. Randall knows it, and he goes out there, and he goes on the floor, and he does a great job. It wasn't just for show. It wasn't, oh, look at Randall. He's hobbled. He, I'm sure, was was hurting or feeling it. Now, like I said, at the very least, not 100%. But he goes out there and plays at a high level and was a difference maker in the game. Not the difference maker, but a difference maker in the game. Even just knocking down some threes early on, setting a different tone than we saw in game one with all the missed shots. The second thing, and look, I'm not listening to heat sports talk, but I see some of it on social media. The whining 
Oh, my goodness. The whining and crying from the Miami Heat fans. <sighs> oh, we didn't get that call. No, the ball hit the rim. Oh, how dare they? Meanwhile, if you actually watched game one, how many phantom bleeping calls did we see go against the Knicks? Now, I'm not one to complain about the officiating because I know how it works. One day, you're the nail. The next day, you're the hammer. Well, guess what? If Miami felt that the officials were in favor of the Knicks, the Knicks were owed it because game one was atrocious in favor of Miami. So stop whining and crying. And I'll tell you, I don't care what LeBron did or what Pat Riley has done. The Miami Heat, I don't care really who wins the series either. The Miami Heat will always be, they always were and always will be a bunch of crybaby losers. What a sad, pathetic excuse for a sports town Miami is. Get lost. Go to the beach. Go to Wet Willies. Go to the Clevelander. Or whatever it is that you do in Miami. I don't know. I haven't been there in quite some time. You soft, pathetic, loser fan base. Whining and complaining about the officiating. Oh, my God. Did you watch game one? Please. Most Miami Heat fans are, are front runners anyway because they follow LeBron. The only person that stuck with the Heat since the 90s has been Pat Riley. Get lost. Oh, God. I, I hate the Miami Heat. They're so pathetic. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.